When he's not behind the microphone at iwi radio station Te Upuko o Teika, Adrian Wagner is often seen performing gigs around Wellington, playing guitar for his musician wife, Tony Huata, or simply hanging out with his whanau. This past Thursday, Adrian's first EP with his brother Mark was officially released as part of Nga Tukemata o Matariki, a celebration of new Māori music and performing arts from Ngāti Kahunganu. He talks about whanau, growing up in England, and of course, Māori music. Music. Uh, uh, where did you grow up, um, Adrian? So that's a good question. <laughs> I, um, when I was a little kid, uh, uh, I grew up in Defana Apanui. Specifically, uh, which town? Which well, well, town? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are from Fanarua Bay. Oh, okay. place called Fanarua Bay. Um, yeah, and so we grew up there. Well, I grew up there for a little tiny little bit of my life, and with my grandmother, and with uh, and she was a teacher, and so uh, I would uh, be sent off to stay with um, these other co-matuas. Uh, one was John. The major Waititi and uh, Mataku Ariki Waititi uh, was his wife, so I stayed with them during the day. And then my grandmother finished work at school, come and pick me up, <laughs> take mm. me home, and we'd go to town once a month. It, it was good. It was a great time. Uh, and then uh, we ended up, after a bit of few years, ended up um, of going here and there and everywhere. Ended up in Porirua. Um that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we ended up living in Porirua. It's um, quite away from home. From, it is. Yeah. And a lot of coasties lived there. A lot of people from Whanaupanui lived in Porirua at the time. Yeah. And then uh, when I was 10 years old, we all shot off overseas and uh, we went to live in England. And uh, we lived in a place called uh, South Shields at first, which is in the northeast of England, because uh, our grandparents were living there on my dad's side. But I must say that my grandparents, they're not from there. They, my grandfather's from South America, from a place called Guyana, and my grandmother's from Austria, uh, from Salzburg in Austria. And uh, don't tell me how they got together. <laughs> <laughs> so where's the Wagner come yeah. from? From my grandfather, South American side. South American? I thought that was German. It oh. is German, oh. but, um, uh, you know, if you look at Guyana, the history of Guyana, and it was controlled by the Dutch. So, Adrian, with you, you know, talking about um, basically your life overseas, I mean, did that at all have influence? I would imagine, you know, Bob Marley did when it comes to your, your, your... Is this your first EP? It's our first EP, yeah. I mean, we've recorded before. My brother and I got a couple of singles out and, um, 
years and years ago. But under what name? Under our own names. <laughs> That's <laughs> a couple right. Of singles back in the days, but. Uh, but uh, this is our first EP as the brothers, and we used to perform together back in the 90s, um, you know, um, doing radio ads and stuff like that and get, doing big gigs. Uh, I mm -hmm. think our biggest gig was uh, was a Summer City gig and uh, Moana and the Moor Hunters were playing, the Top Twins played, and there's a group called Salt Lick played and us. There were thousands of people there. It was just one of the most um, uh, enjoyable nerve-wracking nerve experiences and enjoyable experiences at the same time. And people liked our original music, and that's what I liked uh, about it. And How would you describe your music? Māori ska reggae is what? Yeah, well, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty much um, <clears throat> ska um, with a bit of reggae in there. Um, not like the stuff you hear from Catch a Fire or anything like that, um, or uh, those Hawaiian groups that you, you hear a lot of over here. Our stuff is like um, harking back to our youth when we were in England, you know. My Sweet Baby is one that um, I remember playing and, and people just used to love getting up and dancing to it. Mm. So, um, you know, when we used to do gigs and stuff all around the country, we used to do tours and little bits of pieces here and there. We played with some good people like Tama Renata and uh, Teheke McKinnon. And, um, awesome. Now we need to mention, of course, um, your, your, your beautiful... Wife. Oh yes, oh yes. Well, if it wasn't for her taking up <laughs> Tony our, Huata, we're talking about. <clears throat> if it wasn't for her taking up our cause and uh, and uh, be deciding to become the producer, yes, we the executive producer. Yeah, well, she, we wouldn't have a project uh, that, that we wouldn't have the product that we've got today. And it was because of her persistence. I mean, we changed. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by engineers? Persistence? Well, it was her persistence, you know, because. She was there to remind us, oh, you better do this, you better do that. And she's still there doing that to me. But <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so if it wasn't for her, pretty much we wouldn't have had a project. Um, and uh, we changed engineers halfway through. So we started with um, a, a guy we know as the Hori Dabbler. The Hori Dabbler. The Hori Dabbler. His name is George Napier III. We started with him and then we changed halfway through to um, because he wasn't able to complete the project, so we went over to um, Paddy Free. Now Paddy Free is a well-known electronics mm. engineer, com, um, composer. That's right. Uh, and it was brilliant working with the both of them. We've worked with George before, but we hadn't worked with uh, Paddy, and Paddy was just fantastic. And you hear some of his production style. I know there he's as well. very. He works a lot with um, with Tony. He worked a lot with Tony, Black Seeds, and other groups. You know, and yeah. The, um, the EP officially at the end of uh, April. Yeah, kind of towards the end of April, yeah. Yeah. And we had it all uh, 
packaged up packaged and CD'd up. and all that kind yeah. of stuff and uh, available online for sale. You know, Adrian, about your, your role in media and how long you've been involved with Iwi Radio, you've got a strong media background. Um, how do you balance the two with... Yeah, well, that, that's a good question. Do you uh, media, your work as work? You... Um, no, I love my work. Yeah, it's a good question, and uh, I love my work. I don't consider it as work, although it you know, clearly takes up a lot of my time. I've been doing it for 10... Oh, longer than that now. I started doing radio in 1995, um... I was helping out Henare Kingi on mm. Upukotika back then and um, for a few months. What a privilege that would have been, eh? Uh, well, well, actually, you know, his his listeners used to ring me up. <laughs> Don't play that song. <laughs> play that other song, boy. <laughs> you know, half of them were my aunties, eh? <laughs> and so 1995? Oh, gosh, that was 95, 20 yeah. years. Nearly 20 years ago. It was the, kind of towards the middle of 95, um, August, yep. uh, July, August. Yep. And I, I sort of did it for about a couple of months there. And then I um, got captured by the theatre bug and then um, I joined Jim Moriarty's theatre oh, company. Oh, Tarako. And I was in there for about three years, uh, from 95 to 98. And then um, toured all around the country. With Two Day Reedy and uh, Jerry Banks. Jerry Banks. Uh, two, two Day wasn't in the group at the time. Oh, what's... The- Tony was in the group. Um... What's his name? Bald head. I think Tuari he... Dawson. Yes, Tuari Dawson. <laughs> Tuari was in the group, but he wasn't at the oh, time when I okay. was there. Oh, okay. Also, you were part of the yeah the first lot. Is yeah. that right? No, Tuari was before me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he started in about 93, about 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tuari. You're starting to know how old you are now. <laughs> Any radio, taste of theatre for three years? Well, I did te- theatre for about five years, oh. six years. Because as soon as I left Araka, I went and worked for Theta, which is the theatre and health education uh, company in, based in Dunedin. And so I worked for the Takirua as well, and I did some work with um, Christchurch-based theatre company, which was run by Machu Tehuki at the time, oh. because he's a playwright yeah. as well as a musician and a singer. And so I ran that for, for about 10 weeks while I was in between jobs. And um, so I did that, and... I finished doing that after a, what, six years or something, and then I didn't do any more theatre for a number, a couple of more years. Um, I um, got into the music with Tony, yes. supporting <laughs> Tony pretty much, and we sort of travelled around the world, and we went to we did did about a four month or five month tour around the world, and then did another one the next year, mm. and I said to her, um, look, I don't <laughs> want to go straight home from Europe. I want to stop in somewhere hot. <laughs> so True. one day we, we decided to stop in Rarotonga and um, she said, I can't just go in there and have a holiday. So she applied for some funding and got some money to go and do a video there. So we shot this video there and I was sort of doing the locations, <laughs> you know. And we were all over the media in Rarotonga at the time and it was funny, man. And we got this guy called Damien, Damon or Damien Fepuleai, I think that was his name, and he came over with uh, Libby Hakaraya, who used to work for Radio New Zealand. Yes, she's with um, Blue Batch Productions now. Uh, yeah, yes. and, okay. and Henare Te Ua was there. So, you know, great company. And uh, we shot this video, and it was, it was a great time. With a tattoo on your face and a tattoo on your arms Tattoo on your hands and a tattoo on your legs Beautiful Cardi Beautiful Cardi 
Experiences and really filling up your kite. Um, mm. How does that translate into into Tiawayata for you for your for your music? Um, um, well, music? you know, um, just comes hand in hand. It seems like hand in hand. You know, uh, theatre is about performing. You know, and and singing is about performing. And you know, I, I did a little bit of film as well, film and television as well for a little bit. And um, you know, but music is really where I I really enjoyed. If I remember rightly, if I go back far enough, when I first came to Wellington from the coast uh, back in 91, um, I uh, joined Morihu Social Services and they did this play. <laughs> and Lucky Dameka was uh, was one of the tutors there. Great guy. He's gone now. He's from Tauranga Moana. He, um, <clears throat> we did this play about uh, colonisation pretty much and I played an English sailor. So I had, I had to put on the English accent, like, you know, oh, oh, oh I'm a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really good. Yeah, no, I can do accents. So, you know, having lived in that part of the world, you can, yeah, everyone knows how to do accents. You know, um, I've heard, because I, I haven't been to England, but um, is, does your accent determine your class? Uh, it used to. It used to. But not not so much anymore. But, you know, people, <clears throat> um, I remember one, our next door neighbour, <laughs> he used to uh, talk posh when he was sober, you know, <laughs> oh, talk yes. like that. Yeah. And then when he'd had a few drinks, all right, mate, <laughs> the, the hardcore cockney would come out and then the swearing, <laughs> I mean... and they made an art form of swearing. <laughs> One, this is an acknowledgement to the Kohanga Reo movement and the time that it delivered the language to our kids. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, the Kohanga Reo song is uh, pretty much that. Um, 30 years at the time, uh, since the um, the beginning of its move, of the movement. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the dedication and the amount of man hours unpaid put in by a lot of our nannies and throwers to feed our language to the kids, you know, that dedication that they put in and um, and still people, uh, you know, are doing it today. There are people that are part of the movement that uh, maybe not be in there for, the, for that same reason, but, uh, you know, the movement's still strong today in, in most areas where it's still running. Um, and um, and that was our song to celebrate that. And my kids were at, my baby was at Kohanga at the time, so. We, we, we used to do a lot of busking <laughs> in the railway station. We used to see Joe Glenn walk past and we go, Joe Glenn, what the kind of day? And he used to turn around and give us $10 or $5. <laughs> I think um Kaitwatukitira, Adrian Wagner, thank you so much for your time here on Tiahi Ka. Hi, tēnā koe Adrian Wagner and the Wagner Brothers. The EP is available via Amplifier or iTunes.